saved. It comes from God, and I receive it by faith. Now, uh, what's my next question? We understood why he asked us to do that. And, and how can I not lose that? I mean, how, how can I achieve that if I want to? What's over in 1 John that helps me with that? He who has the Son has life. And what else happens over there that keeps me on, on, in this position of sanctification? What? Fellowship. That's good. Because if I want to, I can never be out of fellowship. Because I write this that you sin not. But if you do sin, you have what? Uh, if anybody confess their sins, he's faithful and just to do what? And to cleanse us. So that's what positional sanctification is about. Positional sanctification and justification are more or less the same thing. God has reckoned us right, and he's put us in that position through Jesus Christ so that he can continue to help us to be like him. Now, he does that because Matthew says he wants us to be S and L. What is that? Come on. S and L. S-A, salt and light. Salt and light. Because he says you are the salt of the what? Earth. And earth. And then you are, and when he says the earth, <clears throat> he's talking about the impurities that we live among. Now, it's imperative that we become salt and light because we'll never change the conditions around us. See, we're asking God to change these conditions, and he has conditioned us to change. He can't really come down here and change it now except through us. This stuff was in the house. So it's just like this light switch, and we want light. And it's dark in here, and I keep saying, I want some light. I want some light, unless I turn the switch on. And you can't stand over here and say, light come. God, please send light. And you got all these switches in Or, it's too hot in here. We're about to faint. And you got this ad, nobody walked over to adjust Oh, it's too cold in here. Lord, please don't let it be so cold. So it's imperative if we want a better society, if we want a better community, we got to make it better. And here's the thing, here's the problem. Coming to church is not one of the prerequisites that he says is going to make it better. Coming to church should make us better, and coming to Bible study should make us better so we can make it better. And if coming to church, watch this, this is very important. If coming to church doesn't make me better, it's not going to make what's around me better. I talk about it all the time. And just probably come, well, I don't have to tell you all that, but it's like this. It's like a person who brags about going to work every day. But never bring the check home. <laughs> the crack man gets it, or the dogs get it, or Tunica get it every every weekend before they get home. But they sitting up on the couch bragging about it. I work every day. You about to come out, and you want you know you 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 better have to be sanctified. <laughs> What good is it 
fostered this house for you to work every day. You don't ever bring no money home. This stuff in here needs fixing, and this needs fixing. And I make eighteen dollars an hour. What good is it to us? Now, I'm a member of Old St. Paul. I, I, I'm a preacher over there. I sing in the choir over there. And I'm in church every Sunday. And I, what good is it to the world if I don't get salt and become light? You follow what I'm saying? So he puts us in a position because he really wants to use us. And we cost him more than him. <laughs> I'm on the prayer line every morning. To what I'm Not only sleeping, let's just say if I'm praying. And it doesn't nothing, it doesn't impact me. I can't take it to my job site. I can't use it when I really need the faith. What, what, what does it do me? What good does it do? So let me see if I got any more questions. Okay, here's the last question. They didn't bail us out. We can move on. Here's the last question. How long am I in this position? Yeah, how long am I in this positional sanctification? How long am I in that? Forever. Eternal. Just like I don't lose my salvation. I don't lose my position to be sanctified. It's just like justification. Now, give me some questions that you may have about position. Ask us some questions now about positional sanctification that you don't understand. And as we move on, we have about two, three pages that we didn't cover. But if a person is interested, read it. And if you have some questions about it, we'll answer those questions for you. You follow what I'm saying? We'll answer those questions. But now, we want to move on because what, what it does, it tells us how did we become that and uh, 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 when we became that and how long we become that. It talks about all of that in position of sanctification. Uh, it talks about uh, 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 what happens when I become positionally sanctified by me uh, 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 possessing the divine nature. I'm now like God. You, you follow what I'm talking about? So it talks about all of that. And he puts me in that position so that he can communicate. And so that he can empower me. And so that he can use me to do the things that need to be done here in earth. Please get that. If we don't get anything else, that is our job to keep this earth like it is. As we partner with God. That's why he says, whatever you bind on earth, mm -hmm. and if we got stuff going down here that we don't bind, mm -hmm. we don't bind, a, 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 let's see, a, a dirty neighborhood. If we said, you know what, uh, this block here, we ain't going to stand for this grass to grow like this and paint to be all in the yard. I don't care whose yard it is. Mm -hmm. We're going to put a garbage can out here, you all, and these 10 houses on this block, we're going to keep this block clean. We bind that spirit. And she won't God bind it up there and she can't we keep the neighborhood clean. <laughs> well, if there's not enough lawnmowers to go around, everybody on this side, y'all can use my lawnmower. If on the other side, y'all use the other lawnmower. 
And some fool around tell lawnmower up, let's scrap some money together to get, but we're gonna keep our block clean. I mean that. <laughs> we buy that that slothful spirit. God, we need to get somebody to cut the grass. The city won't come out today. <laughs> and it's right next to my yard. Making my yard look bad. But I'm calling down there wanting to get them, and I got a lot more. All right, so move on fast. <laughs> but these are things that we have to see. And so we won't end up just being religious. Coming out here and leaving the same way. Amen. No better next year as I was this year. Well. Mm. A lot of times in Sunday school, boy, you see as many folks standing around as you do in class. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth. All right, any more questions about that? <clears throat> Let's move on to uh, progressive sanctification because that's our next. Step. Progressive sanctification. Uh, progressive sanctification. Uh, where we are? About four pages of that. Okay, let's move over here. <clears throat> when you think about progression, what are you thinking about? <laughs> going forward and moving. That's right, going forward. Moving forward. That's what you're thinking about. <clears throat> the meaning of biblical sanctification, we've already dealt with that. I'm going to put that on each one of them. Uh, it's to be set apart as holy. Set apart as holy. Uh, it's to dedicate or consecrate for some specific or holy use. Uh, this sanctuary here is not for uh, rhythm and blues concert. <laughs> Those instruments over there, Sister Lee, is not to play rhythm and blues. Now somebody may come, take them out and go do that. But that's nothing the church vote on and say, yeah, you can do it. If they do it, they're going to sneak and do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? See, I have to be willing to say, now this is consecrated here. This is what we're going to use this for. You follow what I'm saying? It's set apart as holy. Set apart, okay? Uh, it's uh, also sanctification in most Bibles means separation. It means separation. Uh, Bind's expository New Testament words define uh, it as the separation of the believer from evil. See, listen. We have to be the first one to get sanctified. Before my house can get sanctified, I have to be sanctified. We got no sense in talking about a sanctified house, uh, a sanctified neighborhood, until the people in the neighborhood make up their mind to separate from evil. And what we're saying, believers are always in a position to do it. We just have to have a desire then to do it. Because we're in a position. There are two things that happen to salvation. The power 
of the sin nature is broken and the presence of the divine nature is imparted. Those two things happen when I get saved. This power is broken. Now, I may not feel like it's broken. I may not understand that it's broken, but the principle of that, of what, of salvation, means that that power, you no longer have to follow the devil. That's what Romans talks about. I don't have to live like that any longer. I don't have to live in fear. I can live by faith now. I have the power now to trust God if I want to. I have the power to do what the word says if I want to. But sometimes, watch this now. In a lot of cases, we talk too negative. We talk just too negative. And when we start talking negative, we see the negativity in everything. You can't find nothing positive. You tell them, look around here and see what you see positive. <laughs> I don't see nothing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, dog? Mm -hmm. That's that becomes our perspective. Every situation that comes up in our lives becomes negative. And I can't move from that negativity into the positive. Now, watch this. You got to be awful strong to deal with a negative person. You got to be awful strong. Because if you're not careful, you can start off all right there. You see him cut off. Reality. 
That's why we keep cycling, doing the same thing over and over again. We have to learn to uh, trust God and stand on the word even when we don't understand it and can't explain it, but just believe it and ask God to help us to walk with that avenue. That's it. That's, that, that, that's part of the essence of progressive sanctification. Right. Mm -hmm. It's part of the essence of it. And if we ain't in the word, we don't know what to do. Exactly. And to everybody's not going to have the same understanding of the word, but when you decide to understand the word, you're going to have a better understanding. Amen. Right. Amen. You don't have to have a PhD. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You just have to have a desire. Yeah. Lord, I just want to get closer to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to understand what you're saying to me, not to yeah. the church. Come on now. Yeah. Not to the pastor. Not to the ministry. I just need to put what you said to me. That's why it's personal. Personal relationship. Personal relationship. That's no more. Look what it said. Now, this separation comes about how? As a result of what? Obedience to the word of God. That's the only way it's going to come about. Me obeying the word of God. Sometimes the word of God doesn't fit my personality. Doesn't fit how I feel. But if I let it control my life, I'm going to get separated yeah. Yeah. from myself and those things are easy. Now, uh, this is what happens to sinners who are saved from sin by the grace of God uh, through the gift of faith. That was on the last syllabus. Read that. He said, for by what? The grace of that being saved through faith. And that none of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works. Right. Now, in essence, what that's saying, God starts this process and he's willing to finish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we have to get involved along the way. Amen. We have to get involved along the way. All right? Uh, the ministry of sanctification, it involves all three members of the Trinity. The Trinity would consist of who? Father, Father Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Now watch this. God the Father is constantly at work in his children to will and to work for his good pleasure. In essence, God mm -hmm. wants me to do well and he wants me to do right. Mm -hmm. uh, he wants me to do right so I can do well. Mm -hmm. He wants that for me. He wants that for everybody that in, that's in here, even the folk that we see that may not be doing it now. And then watch this, you all come on. I was talking, I was in the 18 to 40 class Sunday. And I was so impressed by how many were there. And I just felt like being real honest with them to let them know that at their ages, I don't expect for them to be all men. Right, right. You expect for them to explore some of the world they have explored. You expect for that. Yes. You expect for them to leave, watch me, and go to a party. Come on now. You expect for them if they're around their little friends and they're doing things, they may get caught up and do something too. Yeah. 19, 20, 25. You expect that. So it's not like uh I gotta beat you down when this happens. Right. Because I've been 20 myself. Right. That's right. That's right. Ain't no sense in acting like, you know, we just flew in here at 60. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? 
Amen. No matter how bad the story is, it comes to me. That's right. I want to see something positive in that person that's given up out there. And I'm not thinking about putting my foot on their head to keep them down, ridicule them. I'm thinking about how can I lift them up and still see them and have respect for them. Not act like that they've done something just traumatic and you shouldn't be sitting here in church. And we had that spirit. When I say we, I'm talking about just believers. We have that spirit. We have that better than you spirit. Until it becomes me. And that's not good. That's not good. God doesn't like it. You know, Pastor, that becomes, that, yes, that becomes a Pharisee spirit. You know how they got on Jesus by eating with sinners? Mm-hmm. He should know who it is rubbing his feet. That's, we become Pharisees. Come on, Kathy. You know, I, I've been praying now that you're talking about, uh, you know, our kids. I, I've been praying, you know, my boys are grown and gone, you know. But I did still don't know how just to handle them at some point, you know. And I've been praying, and I said, God, you got to show me. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the first thing he spoke to me, and he told me, he said, Kathy, remember this. Love builds up. It don't tear down. Mm-hmm. 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 He said, learn to just hear them out. You shut up. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I just, I just said, God, help me to do that. Mm-hmm. Help me to do that. Help me to just shut up. Mm-hmm. When they call and talk. I just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit leads me in where, where I can come in and say mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. When they kind of get through and kind of sit back and wait and hear from me, mm-hmm. then I go in and try to tell them something positive or, you know, or mm-hmm. what does say the Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I'm trying to handle that, it. That's wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's wisdom. Because even when children, before children leave home, there comes a time when they want you to hear them. Mm-hmm. You've got to realize that. When they keep pushing back and pushing back, they now want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in hearing them, hear them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't make what they're saying to be foolish and immature. Right. And this, let that be something that's positive uh, that they're saying, but maybe let me help you think it through a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, so you want to sell the car you just paid for and uh, get you another one that's about half your paycheck. Okay. And when did you come up with that idea? Oh, I thought about it. Now let me ask you this. Do you have any other bills or are you just going to make that your primary bill? No, no, I'm going to pay this stuff. Well, how are you going to make that? Um, you know, if I were you, I can't tell you what to do, but if I were you, I may drive that car a little bit because I saved some money. Mm-hmm. You may want to consider that and then do that. You may want to, you thought about this? You leave them. You'd rather tell them, that's a dumb, stupid idea. <laughs> 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 that stupid mess don't make no sense. <laughs> 
All this money we done spent on you and that's much sisters you got. <laughs> something you got. It's over. Don't throw that away just yet. Bring that here. I'll work on that. It's just like a cook looking at some stuff you done put there saying that this ain't no good. It's all oh my God, I could chop that up and make something out of that. He said, no, put that over here. That's what he did. That's what he did. Let's, let's run to Luke maybe the 13 or 14. Just so it's not too long ago, I'll tell you once again. <laughs> is it me or is it you all reading the catch of the fashion? 
He's the primary agent of sanctification. Mm -hmm. We got to work with that Holy Spirit if we're going to be sanctified. Amen. Because he's the power of God. Yeah. See? And he knows the mind of Christ. And his job is to get me there. And he has the power to do it. Yes. I just have to have the will. And he's working on me uh, with the will and to the do. God is speaking to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is trying to work it into my will. Work it into my will. Then, when I get down and start praying for stuff, he doesn't, doesn't take nothing to God but what God needs to hear. He's just sitting there quiet. When we say something, oh, God, they're ready to change now. They're ready to change now. Which direction do you want me to take them in? While I'm sitting there on the couch with a car, Lord have mercy for me. Everybody hates me. Everybody hates me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> Just don't bother me. If you want, don't bother me. Then you're going to hate me even worse, did you? <laughs> All right? Come on, let's go. Uh, now look, look at what he's doing. Uh, look at the Holy Spirit in 611. And Come on. And search for some of you. Come on. But you were washed. Come on. But you were sanctified. Come on. But you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Oh, Lord, look at his power. Mm -hmm. Justified. By the name, my faith in his name, and by the spirit of our God. Look at 2 Thessalonians 2.13. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren the love by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief. Oh, Lord, how did he choose us for salvation? Through sanctification. Mm -hmm. He had to positionally sanctify me. By the Spirit. Okay? By the Spirit and what? My belief in, in the, the truth. For by grace are you saved. Yeah. He's putting me in this position. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think about elect, when you go to an election, you vote for who you want. Mm -hmm. And the one they want the most gets elected. So God voted for us. Well, like, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. I, you the elect according to the foreknowledge. I always wanted to do that from the beginning. I've always wanted to do this. In sanctification of the Spirit, the Spirit is setting us apart. Okay? Now, for obedience. But why is the Spirit setting us apart? For obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. For salvation. <laughs> Setting me apart to be saved. All right? He says, grace to you and what? Peace. Lord have mercy. Now the Holy Spirit is the one who produces in us the fruit of sanctification. Now this is very important right here. This is extremely important. Uh, you ought to be able to see some of this 
in people who are maturing in their sanctification. And, and listen, listen. Let's not put each other down. This is not a put down because we're mm -hmm. yes. strong. Amen. Yes. He wants to blind us. Yes. And we need to pity people who can't see this. That's right. right. That's right. Not pounce on them. Because it's their privilege. They, it, it's, their, it's theirs for the picking. And the devil is blinding me to think that I can't have joy. I can't have any peace because folk follow me. They talking about me. I guarantee there's nobody in here they talk about more than me and my wife. You may get a little talking about me. And some of it gets back. You know what I'm talking about? Now what if you come in here every Sunday and you down like can't preach because they're just talking about me. <laughs> now, there are people that can tell you, I used not to be that mature. But you grow. Right, right. You grow in that. You follow what I'm saying? Okay. Now, watch this. Look what he's producing. Come on, read that. And that's going to be our last scripture. Come on, read that. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against such there is no law. There is no law, okay? He's talking about uh, the law, the word, the law. Uh, when they say, if you do this, we're going to stone you. If you do that, we're going to do that. When you are loving folk, they can talk all they want. Mm -hmm. But they can't show no law you broke. Mm -hmm. When you are sitting there and they're trying to disturb, they may get your happiness, but you can't let them have your joy. Right. 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 Can't let them have your peace. Because you're not going to be happy now that some of this stuff comes to you. Mm -hmm. But you got to have enough joy to keep going. Right. You cannot let them have your peace. You can't even act like it. That's all they want, man, is to see you coming in there with your mouth your face all mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, service going on, you just looking at one place. You hear what I'm talking about? Long suffering. You can't give up on folk. You've got to suffer long. And just now this is what you're asking God. Give me something to me. Help me. Yes, Thank you. What example? You know, we, we got close. Our plan, when we were building that church, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And can you imagine from 2004 to 2009? And many days, all you get is the hell of a bad news. This here go right for a minute. Next thing you know, bad news. And to come in 8 and 11 o'clock early in the morning, you come in, you see that building way up there around on the other side of that track. Just a mess. You understand? When you think you got something right, it's wrong. It's wrong. Now, who in the world do you think gave us the power? To just keep rolling. Yeah. And to just understand that 
It's mm. going to happen because I said. Yes, yes. You just got to be patient. Mm -hmm. One one Saturday after prayer, had that white house over there. Fence was around the place, stuff all across the yard, grass and buckets across there. And I went and parked over there just, just looking. And there was a bird at the apex of that building just standing up there like this And I must have looked at that bird about 15 minutes or better, thinking it's going to fly off. Never flew off. Just, it didn't move. Must have been angry. And he said, he told me, he says, I'm watching over this thing. All right. So he spoke to me, he said, I'm watching over this thing. He just said it right there, just like this. I get in the car, go down 9th Street to Jackson. By the time I get to 8th Street, shine, shoe shine there, flag me down. Hey, Mr. Freddie, what you do? When you go talk to him, you tell him you want it done. Now, if you tell them I told you, they're going to find me. You hear what I'm telling you? Who I thought was an enemy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's when he told me it's no more black and white, it's wrong and right. Amen. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. When we finished, we got that opposite table. The man cried more than I did. Mm -hmm. He sat on that pew and just wept. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. How do we get there? Does somebody need to hear? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. Long suffering. Yes. Long suffering. That's it. Long suffering. Standing up under that. Mm -hmm. All while you listening, talk about me. Pastor, you better make them stop talking about it. I better stay back into it. I won't turn around. What did you write? I don't want to say what. What did you say? Praise the Lord. No, church. Now, we're going to start in three phases. We're going to find this brother here. I'm glad to see him show up here tonight. Amen. Amen. For three things, doors of the church open. If you're here, you want to uh, rededicate your life. If you want to accept Christ as your personal savior.